Tony Katz in the morning news. Craig Collins still being allowed to fill in. Uh, it's awesome. <laughs> I'm thrilled I'm here. I'm always waiting for the call every time I do this on any of these radio stations, big legendary radio stations. After one or two shows, they're like, hey, Craig, you're doing great, but uh, we're going to go another direction. Hasn't happened yet, which I'm very happy about. Uh, I wish we could do that with the president sometimes. Uh, and actually, I'm sure every so often, you wish you could do that with a lot of politicians. Uh, Joe Biden speaking the other day, uh, he was asked a couple very interesting questions. Uh, first, he weighed in on the boycotts, the corporate boycotts going on in places like Georgia, places where uh, you'd say maybe politicians should be setting any kind of law that goes on there, not necessarily corporations stepping in and having to take action and take action based on uh, what they care about most, the sales of their products or the the goodwill uh, they have for their companies. Uh, but Joe Biden, of course, said that he thinks it's a great idea to have this be a part of the a part of the way in which politicians pass laws. Uh, we can see this being a problem in the future, right? If this starts to be the the typical response system uh, that politicians make a decision, they go and they go ahead and go through every process they need to go through to make that decision legal, and then companies say, "No, no, no, we don't want this to happen." Uh, but here's Joe. I think that's up to the uh, the masters. Look. Uh, You know, um, it is reassuring. I love how long it takes. Uh, you know, I'm going to think about this for a second. Go ahead, Joe. To see that uh, for-profit operations and businesses are speaking up about how these new Jim Crow laws are just antithetical to who we are. There's another side to it, too. The other side to it, too, is when they, in fact, move out of Georgia, the people who need the help the most, people who are making hourly wages, sometimes get hurt the most. I want to stop again. I have a little bit more of the audio. I'll play in a second. I love how casually some people can say statements like that. Uh, President Biden just told you and just told the American people that it's a good thing, and he's proud, and it's it makes him feel good that businesses are getting involved in policy and how things pass. Um, but he will mention the fact that maybe, just maybe, some people impacted by this negatively are the people that are trying to be quote-unquote protected um, by the businesses making decisions to do things like boycott uh, or move events out of the area, the MLB. Uh, and by the way, I actually also have audio from the mayor of Denver, who's stoked, just so excited. Uh, about the idea that the MLB All-Star Game is coming there and the amount of money it means for that community and how far-reaching that impact will have on their economy. Uh, obviously, after a year in which so many economies struggled throughout our country and it's very valuable to bring money in, uh, the millions of dollars is the assumption there. Uh, but go ahead, Joe, give us a little bit more. After casually mentioning that maybe, just maybe, some people are going to be hurt financially by this that you intend to protect, and that's just, well, it's a part of it. It's a part of the equation. Call any of those families. Uh, just dial a phone. Just dial one of those numbers and ask that person how they feel about the fact that they're not going to get any money uh, because they're not going to have a job uh, during the All Star Game that they they were going to have a job for, and see if they casually feel the same way about it. I think it's a very tough decision for a corporation to make or a group to make, but I respect them when they make that judgment, and I support whatever judgment they make. But it's the best way to deal with this. Is for Georgia and other states to smarten up. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. I think if you ever had a bumper sticker uh, for President Biden, 
It would be one of those simple sentences with a pause and then the simple sentence again. Stop it. Come on. This guy, come on. I don't know if he thinks that's effective. And I don't know if it is effective, actually. You can tell us. I go to our social media pages and tell us if you think that the the repetition of a single kind of human phrase uh, with the the exasperated voice is what makes you go, okay, now I agree with you, Mr. President. I didn't before. You said some things about how it's just part of the process to take money out of some people's pockets accidentally. Um, but now, now I agree with you because you said stop it twice. And that made me feel totally differently about the idea. I want to play one other quick thing. I know I got to take a break in a second. Uh, but I thought one other interesting question was thrown out there right at the end. This is one of those like walking off. I'm done with this uh, press conference questions. And then the answer uh, is very telling. So if you don't know, President Biden got on a two-hour phone call uh, with President Xi of China. And during that phone call, you would think that if, if you haven't talked to a guy in a while, and I guess they go back a ways, uh, which is odd, you might bring up some of the um, building narrative that China was dishonest with the world at the start of the coronavirus, that the Chinese government, and again, this is not something that targets uh, human beings who happen to be from any country. I want to make that abundantly clear because sometimes when someone talks about things like this, they're accused of, of helping to push toward this anti-narrative, this, this racist narrative that, that you need to hate people who come from a certain place. That's not true. Governments make decisions beyond what the people in those countries want or do on a daily basis. Uh, but you, you ask Biden, hey, did you bring up the fact that China may have been utterly dishonest about COVID-19, the coronavirus, and it might have hurt the response time in the world? And it might be a huge part of why we're struggling with this a year after, a uh, year and a half or so after hearing about it. And he said, no, didn't, didn't come up. 54,064 American dead from COVID-19. A lot of families want to know how this happened, how it got here. Have you had a chance to speak to any of your international partners, any of the President Xi, who I know you go way back with? Have you had a chance to ask him if these reports are true, that China maybe misled the world at the beginning? No, I, I have not had that conversation with President Xi. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I have not had that with him, and now I'm, I'm going to leave because that was a good question. I don't want to get into any more details on it. 